Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast. I'm so excited you're here today, and I cannot wait to dive into God's Word with you. First things first, let me introduce myself. My name is Brooke, and I'm your host. I'm a homeschooling mom of three, military wife, and CEO of the Finding Freedom Co., a company committed to helping you get into God's Word and walk with Him in every aspect of your life. I'm passionate about teaching women how to find freedom in Christ, and this podcast is designed to help you walk away each week with tangible insights straight from Scripture that help you understand and then apply God's Word in your life. Developing a personal relationship with Jesus can feel overwhelming, and I'm here to help you simplify that. So grab your Bible, a cup of coffee, and something to take notes with, and let's find freedom in God's Word together. Well, hello and welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast. So excited that you're here today. I really think that this is going to be a great episode because this is a question I get asked all the time because I share on my Instagram stories daily, almost daily, my early morning quiet time routine. And so many people say, I'm not a morning person. How do I stop hitting snooze? I just don't think I have it in me. And if you have ever gone to bed ambitiously and set an alarm only to smack your hand around in the dark as you tried to turn it off and then go back to sleep and woken up and said, dang it, I did it again. I want you to raise your hand. I know I can't see you, but I know that that is so many of us. And I want you to know that that used to be me as well, because my hand, my hand was definitely up a few years ago. I guess it was more than a few years ago. It was before I became a mom. Um, I, I just have never been a morning person. I still don't consider myself a morning person. I consider myself a disciplined person. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about it. As you know, from the title, um, we're going to just be talking about how to stop hitting snooze so that you can become a morning person, or at least somebody who wakes up early to get things done, to get in the word with God and to start your day with him, because it really has transformed my life. So, like I said, I used to be a total night person. I would have much rather stayed up until midnight and then rather than going to bed early and waking up at 5 a.m. So you can ask my husband that too. I still to this day, if I didn't wake up early, I would absolutely stay up late. But now I can't stay up late because I wake up early and I just get too tired by the end of the day. So we'll try to watch a show or something after we get the kids in bed and I usually fall asleep within 10 minutes. And he's always like, what the heck? Why can't you stay awake? And I'm like, I'm just tired. So um, just know as I start this episode, I really would prefer to stay up late and then wake up early, not or stay up late and then wake up later. But when I became a mom, I realized how important it was that I had some quiet in the house before I had to plug into mom mode and really just go hard for the rest of the day. So when I have had my quiet time with God, I feel like after I finish it, I'm like, oh yeah, I am a morning person, but it's not until after I've finished that time with him. So just know you're not alone. Um, but like I said, when I became a mom, that's really when I started realizing that I needed quiet time to myself. Um, before starting the day, taking care of everybody else, I just, I need that time. It helps me to center my mind, center my heart, focus on my priorities, and just enjoy a hot cup of coffee and some time in prayer without kiddos climbing all over me. And that's not to say that those days are not as special because there are lots of mornings where I do, you know, go to bed too late or I, you know, hit snooze on my alarm. I'm not perfect, but I do know that I enjoy and I prefer to have that early morning quiet time with God, with a cup of coffee 
and it just centers me. So back when I was still new to my faith, there it wasn't really so much about getting in the word with me waking up early. It was just to enjoy that hot cup of coffee. I would get some house chores done before my oldest son was up and needed me most of the day. So that was kind of my my go-to with um, with waking up early. But then once I started to wake up and enjoy that time, I started to get into kind of a habit. I started to realize how much better I was showing up for my family when I had that hour or two to myself every morning. But little did I know the discipline of not hitting snooze would be the start of me becoming the Proverbs 31 woman that I eventually wanted to become. I didn't know much, like I said, about the Bible. I was still very early on in my faith, and so I didn't know much about the Proverbs 31 woman. But as I start this episode, I guess we're a couple minutes in now, but as I'm going through this episode, I wanted to take a minute to read through the Proverbs 31 woman because this was really a push for me to become the woman that I am today. And this is really where I get a lot of my motivation and my consistency and my discipline from. So I'm going to read Proverbs 31 to all of us. And you've probably heard it before. And I want to encourage you, if I'm saying this and you're thinking, oh, here we go, I'm never going to measure up to that perfect Proverbs 31 woman in scripture. That's not what this is about. So just hold tight. I have some things I want to share on that thought specifically after I get through this part. But I want to read this to you and really ask that you help it or that you let it sink in to your mind and into your heart. So Proverbs 31, starting with verse 10, a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She's like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar She gets up while it's still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grafts the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She's clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Now, like I said, I know that list can be overwhelming, and it can make us feel like we kind of don't measure up, but I really encourage you not to look at it that way. Instead, I want you to look at it and ask yourself, what can I learn? How can I be better? And choose just one area. This is not a a passage that you read in scripture and do all of it at one time. This is a gradual process that you do 
you know, month after month and year after year, and you become the Proverbs 31 woman over time. You don't wake up the next day and all of a sudden wake up early and do all the things every day. It's a gradual process. And so I want you to look at it and say, what can I learn? How can I be better? And then then choose that one area that you can improve upon. And for me, it was verse 15. So when I read this and I read verse 15, it says, she gets up while it is still night. I believe if we can get this part of the passage, the rest of it becomes easier to learn and then apply. So how did I do it? That's the whole point of this episode is how do I get up at night? You know, I'm not saying like one or two in the morning. I'm saying like five or six in the morning. That's what, that's what I aim for. Um, right now with me in seminary, I'm waking up a lot earlier than that. I wake up at four, which is not my favorite, but that's because I have schoolwork that I have to get done. And I just find that I'm not able to focus on it as much when the kiddos are awake and I'm too tired by the end of the day to focus on it. So waking up that extra hour early while I'm in seminary right now is really helpful. Um, It's not enjoyable, but it is helpful. And I always feel better when I'm done, but I am exhausted by the end of the day, not going to lie. So anyways, how do I do it? How did I do it? So the first thing I did, step one, is to set up a better evening routine. So I went to bed earlier. You can't wake up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or however, whatever that time looks like for you. Maybe it's 7 a.m. Try like 30 minutes sooner than what you normally wake up and then go backwards like 15 minutes each week until you get to the earlier time that you want to start at. I'm going to throw that little um, additional tip in there. Don't wake up tomorrow and try to wake up three hours earlier than you have in, you know, for your whole life. Start tomorrow with 15, 20, 30 minutes and then do 15 minutes extra each week until you get to the time that you want to start at. But anyways, step number one, setting up a better evening routine, going to bed earlier. So you can't wake up at 5 a.m. if you go to bed at midnight. Sleep is important. Your body needs sleep. Your, Your mind, your brain needs sleep. God encourages us to rest. So I am in no way saying do not rest. So for me, My evening routine consisted of around 9 p.m. brushing my teeth, I wash my face, and I get ready for bed. I've started taking magnesium at night, and that has helped me sleep a lot better. I was struggling with sleep for a while with my brain just not shutting down. So I brush my teeth, wash my face, get ready for bed. I lay in bed right after I've taken that magnesium. I have a book on my bedside, and I'll read a chapter in my book. Or if, you know, my husband and I want to chit-chat or whatever, I just, I have my screens, my phone, everything put in the bathroom. So I'm not tempted to scroll until all hours of the night because I get stuck in that as well. If I put my phone in the other room with the alarm on, then um, that helps me to kind of just unplug and get my mind in a state of rest. So I read that chapter of my book or I sit and chat with my husband for a few minutes and then I turn the light out and I pray until I fall asleep. And that has really been key for me as well is instead of sitting there in the dark and thinking like, okay, well, go to sleep, Brooke, fall asleep. All right, we're going to fall asleep right now. I'm not about counting sheep, you know, that kind of thing. So I started praying and I found that that actually put me to sleep, which was a good thing. I start my day with God and I'm ending my day with God. And I really enjoy that. So that is a little glimpse of my evening routine. The second tip that I have is to create a space or a routine that I look forward to in the morning. So for me, that means I'm picking up the house at night before I go to bed, before I, you know, go upstairs, brush my teeth and start my evening routine. 
I'm picking up the house. I guess that could be part of my evening routine, but I don't go to bed with with stuff all over the floor and with dishes in the sink and a messy kitchen. I want to wake up and I want to feel excited to wake up. And if I have a dirty house, I'm not excited to wake up because I'm going to go straight into wanting to clean all of the things. And that's not my goal. If that is your goal where you want to save it and that will motivate you to get up so you can get it clean, then by all means. But for me personally, that stresses me out. So I pick up my house at night. I have my workout clothes set out so I can change right into those as soon as I wake up. And I'm sipping on my pre-workout as I'm reading the Bible. I just started this because I moved my workout time to a little bit earlier to accommodate for homeschool days. That's probably a whole nother episode, but we're starting our homeschool days a couple hours earlier each day for the boys to focus. So I need to start my morning routine and get my workout done before that, just because I'm not an afternoon workout person. I'm also not a morning workout person, but got to make sacrifices. Anyways, so I wake up, change right into my workout clothes, drink my pre-workout while I'm getting into the word. And then I also have my, my quiet time space is at my desk and I have my desk organized and clean. And my Bible is open to what I'm going to be reading that day. And my planner, my finding freedom planner and journal is open and ready for me to use right there. Hey friend, I wanted to interrupt today's episode with a quick chat about a tool that I created to help you be more consistent in your time with God. If you're looking for tools to help you dig deeper in your Bible study, apply it to your life, and surrender more to the Lord, then the Finding Freedom planners and journals are for you. The Finding Freedom journal includes space for weekly and daily reflections with God, sermon notes, prayer journaling, goal setting, daily gratitude and affirmations, scripture memorization, and a daily Bible study guide. The quarterly and yearly planners include all of that plus help with daily time management, to-do lists, and a fitness and nutrition tracker as well. Basically, if you're looking for an all-in-one tool to help you put God at the center of every area of your life, these tools will help you do just that. Head on over to thefindingfreedomco.com to check them out and snag one for you and or a friend today. Now let's get back to the show. So basically what I'm saying is when I close out my work day at my desk, I have my area set up. I set up my desk for the next morning so that I simply at four or five in the morning have to just sit down, start journaling, get into the word. And there's no thinking involved. There's no opening this and trying to fit. I'm just, everything's ready. And that helps me to also wake up early. So I have that space and that routine that I know that I get to look forward to in the morning. So that's step number two. Step number three is keeping my phone and my alarm in the bathroom. Now I touched on that with step number one, but this was a huge, huge game changer for me because I don't have that temptation to scroll. For me, if I have my phone at my bedside, I get into just like a trance almost. And I open my phone and I'm like, Oh, let me, you know, look at my email or let me look at this message. And then I find myself on Instagram and I'm scrolling and then it's 1130 at night. And I'm like, why did I do this to myself? So I started keeping my phone in the bathroom during the week and on the weekends, I don't mind as much because if I stay up late, I'm sleeping in in the mornings anyways. Um, this is a routine I follow only Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday are my sleep in days. Um, but if I have my phone in the bathroom, there's not that temptation to scroll mindlessly for hours and then not go to sleep on time. 
And when the phone is in the bathroom, I have to get up to turn it off. And that was key. So I don't want my kids to wake up at four or five in the morning when my alarm's going off. So when it's, you know, blaring this awful sound in the morning, I know like, oh my gosh, I have to get up because if they hear it and they wake up, like the whole day is shot and it just, I don't know, it's kind of a stressful way to wake up, I guess. There are some better ways. I've seen like the lights you can buy that kind of gradually make it look like it's daylight in your room and that gradually wakes you up. I don't know that that would work for me. Like I need to be shaken up and get out of bed. So for me, if it's in the bathroom, I have to get up and I have to turn it off and I have to do that quickly so my kids don't hear it and wake up themselves. And then once I'm out of bed, it's really a discipline at that point. I have to stay out of bed. So I get out of bed and I say, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. I think that's a Mel Robbins um, thing that she teaches in one of her books. But in the end, honestly, it's all boiling down to consistency and discipline. It's not going to be perfect every day. And you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days where you get a, a bad night's rest and you didn't get to bed on time. And especially if you're a mom of a newborn, please don't take these tips and feel pressured to wake up super early when you are up 18 times in the middle of the night. Like you need your rest and you're just in a season where your quiet time is going to be with your little ones in your arms. And that's okay too. Those are special. And I have lots of those days still, even with grown kids. So again, don't ever feel pressured in this. You're going to have days that you know you can sleep in a little bit more because maybe you know your day isn't as busy and you want to enjoy the flexibility. I do that often. You're going to have days that you do turn the alarm clock off and you go back to bed. But once you start to feel the difference because of your consistency and discipline, you'll want to show up early each day and it'll be a time that you look forward to. At least that's what it was for me. So on next week's episode, I'm going to actually be talking about discipline and how to stay disciplined even when you don't want to. So be sure to tune into that next Monday. But I hope that this episode has been helpful and given you some tips and tricks and tools. Again, I'll go over a quick review. Step number one is to set up a better evening routine and go to bed early. Step two is create a space or routine that you look forward to in the morning. And step three, keep your phone in the bathroom or your alarm or whatever you use to wake up. So those are my three tips to stop hitting snooze and be a morning person. I feel like they're super simple, but maybe they'll help somebody out there. I hope that they've encouraged you today. Again, if you have any questions, I want to end every episode with an open invite. Please, please send me a message on Instagram at brookecollins09. I love hearing from you. I love answering your questions. I am here to help you in any way that I can. So please reach out if you need more insight or some more encouragement, things like that. I would love to be able to help you in some way. So um, again, I hope this was helpful and I would like to pray with you as we close out this episode. So let's pray. God, I thank you for this episode. I thank you for everyone who's listening, for each of the women out there. I pray that you help this to sink into their hearts and their minds and that you would encourage them in some way and help them to to consider where they might start working on becoming a Proverbs 31 woman, Lord. I pray that you would speak to their hearts and minds as individuals and that you would not let them feel less than or discouraged because they don't fit a certain mold or a certain way that they see myself or other women living their lives for you, God. I pray that you would just encourage each woman individually that's listening to this right now and help her to feel excitement and joy. And we thank you, Lord, that you meet us right where we are and that you are here to fill us and guide us and lead us into 
the plans and the purpose that you have for us, God. I pray that you would help us to stay encouraged and that you would just fill us with your spirit, fill our homes with your spirit, and help us to take in more of you so that we can give out more of you in every area of our lives, God. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it spoke to you in some way. If it did, can you do me a favor? Take a screenshot and share it with someone else, or maybe even on your social media channels. In doing so, you're helping me get God's word out to more women, and I am so grateful for your help in that. If you have any questions, episode ideas, or just need someone to chat with or pray with you, I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at brookcollins09. I'm praying for you, and I hope you have a great week.